0: Hello, and thank you for downloading episode 70 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Before the episode begins, you know that we often have guests on our show who are experts in specific fields that we're covering on that show. And since this show is all about best pasta, we thought we would go to none other than Mark Gagliardi's older brother, Gabe Gagliardi, who is a renowned chef and owns the Boar's Nest Barbecue in Seattle, Washington. So right now we're going to go live to our expert correspondent Gabe Gagliardi to get the pulse of the chef on the street.
1: Okay, Mark and Hal. So your question today is best pasta. Uh, I had to sleep on this one. Mark sent me a message yesterday asking what I thought. Um, When it comes to pasta, and I'm sure you'll go through this in your episode, the uh, ingredients, some with egg, some without, what that means to how the pasta sticks to sauce or vice versa. Um, Talked with a few buddies about this, what they thought in the culinary industry. And uh, we were all in agreement on what the best pasta was. We went through them all, or not all, there's hundreds. But uh, we went through the spaghettis, the noodles, the rotinis, the cannoli, cannellonis, the... um, Lasagnas, what have you, each having their own good and not so good qualities, how they can hold sauce, how they're hearty. But what we ended up with, and what I was pretty much set on before I started analyzing myself, was what's one pasta that has flavor? It has flavor on the outside in the form of sauce, and it has flavor on the inside with regard to a filling whether that filling be lobster roasted butternut squash uh meat cheese vegetables what have you no other pasta is more versatile no other pasta is more flavorful than the good old ravioli so that's my thoughts i hope you guys make the right decision i hope at least ravioli is in the final three but um Thanks for letting me be a part of the great debate. Have a great day, gentlemen. Thank you, Gabe.
0: We really appreciate it. And we also appreciate everybody who listens to and shares this show with their friends and family. If you want to do that, just use the link bit.ly forward slash share WGT. That's it. It's easy. Do it on the mobile phone. Do it on the desktop. They're going to get to our show either way. And we really appreciate it. And now... Without any further ado, here's episode 70 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello,
2: I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi.
0: Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best pasta.
2: That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this.
1: Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song song yes they should
2: no they shouldn't they sound good yeah but people are just going to skip past it Hmm. you know what you're right
0: we got this buongiorno hal Ah, uh, hello mark i'm not going to do that
2: accent because
0: it's offensive when i do it
2: yep you're jewish you don't get to do an italian accent though jews and italians are basically the same yeah. people and- um I have very very mat- uh, uh maternal what's the word matriarch matriarchy based even though they pretend to be patriarchies. Sure. Uh and a lot of good food. Yep, and guilt. Uh I am I'm not
0: doing the accent, <laughs> but I am sitting here holding a steaming pizza and making the okay sign with my other hand.
2: How dare you?
0: I'm the guy that- the pizza box everybody. <laughs>
2: Oh my god. Does he have a name? Also you're playing Super Mario Brothers while exclaiming how a spicy that meatball is. Of course.
0: Wait is there a name for the pizza guy on the
2: box? The guy the guy on the pizza box is his name like Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's called uh Olive Steppenfetchit is his name? Oh,
0: it's me um, Olive. I want to give you pizza.
2: How It's dare okay. You? This pizza is just dare okay. You?
0: He's Hey, how just- today? <laughs>
2: No. <coughs> no no do that again sorry let me He's take like, this opportunity
0: Hey it's me Olive I'm going to give you a pizza but it's just okay You think I you think from the smile and the wink that this is a great pizza you see the steam rising off it but it's just okay Which symbol I'm a trickster I'm
2: Pizza Olive Ooh. Um Hal, yes do you play too much Nintendo that you think that every Italian begins their sentences with It's a me
0: Um, it's possible, but go. Like
2: they always have to tell you who they are at the beginning of the sentence. (laughs) Just look at any pizza. They Look, it's polite to announce yourself.
0: Sure. That's that's number one. You put your calling
2: card on the tray.
0: Yeah. You look at that pizza box and if you look at him and don't think he's (laughs) saying, it's me, the pizza guy on the box, then who are you? Reveal yourself. That's fair. You are the murderer. Whoa, this took a turn. It sure did. And a leap. But this is serious. We're talking pasta,
2: Mark. And also, you're just doing the voice that I did a stereotype voice for Enzo on Venture Brothers. But it's okay for me to do a stereotype voice because I'm Italian. Yes. Oh, I love that character. The first time <laughs> I got to see it. And oh, I, I love great. Manolo. Let's oh. stop scratching each other's backs. <laughs> Adding enough. each other's backs. We're, I, I could use a good scratch. It's fine. That's fair. Don't you have that scratching post that you just go and rub up against like a bear?
0: Yes, but it hurts my uh quads and hamstrings because I have to do a lot of squats up against it, so. That's fair.
2: Let's talk pasta, Hal. Today's yes. episode is, what is the best pasta? Yes, this was suggested by
0: Ydub38, that's W-H-Y-D-U-B-38, uh, on the Maximum Fun subreddit.
2: Uh, thank you, Y-Dove. This is going to be fun, um, because I am Italian, and I- do I have to give my bona fides? I've worked in pasta restaurants, I've worked in a lot of places, I've cooked a lot of pasta, I grew up eating a lot of pasta, I know my way around pasta, uh, I go to Italy in Midtown all the time, is that a thing? Can I say that? Sure. Does that- do we need to give our bona fides? Because we do a lot of BSing on no, this show. No,
0: you, you're Italian and I'm overweight, we're good.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right there, boy RD. What do you got for me? Well, um, there,
0: there are so many different kinds here. We, we, we spoke a little bit, uh, before we started recording, just trying to figure out how to tackle this because I, I have a -hmm. a pasta shapes dictionary and it's got 53 different shapes of pasta. But really, uh, there, there are only a few that are going to make it far. There, there are lots of exceptional pastas. There, there, there's really no wrong answer because all pasta is delicious if it's cooked well and it has the right, the right accompaniment with it. Um, mm-hmm. you wanted to go stuffed and unstuffed for me. It breaks down into strings, shapes, and tubes. Okay. In terms of the
2: either one of those, there. either either one of those work for me, I would like to go back a little bit to something you just said a minute ago Okay. that there are no wrong answers. I would like to point out, um, in the cooking process, there are a couple of wrong answers oh, and I would like me. to, I would like to dispel a few pasta myths right now. Bust them. Uh one of them is that if you add oil to the water uh that the pasta won't stick together. That is not true. Because as everyone knows, oil and water do not mix. The oil will just float to the top and the pasta will stick together on the bottom of the pot. The main thing that you can do when cooking pasta in the first minute, as an Italian, I feel I have to tell the world this. In the first minute that the pasta goes in, that is when all of the starches on the outside of the pasta sort of ooze and seep into the water. Um. That's when you need to stir the pasta because if you don't stir the pasta, then those starches will seep into the water and cling the pasta to itself. So in the first minute of boiling, keep stirring it. Uh, get those starches moving and you won't have a problem with sticking. This next yep. one is also oil-based. Uh, once you take your pasta out, to a lot of people say put a little bit of olive oil on it and stir it up to prevent sticking if you're not going to add the sauce right away couple of things to that. One, always add the sauce right away because you want it to cling to the pasta. And if you can't get the sauce to cling to the pasta, it's probably because you put oil on it after it was taken out to keep it from sticking. And sauce will not cling to pasta that's been oiled. The best thing that you can do to get sauce to cling to pasta is reserve a little bit of that starchy pasta water and uh, pour it over the pasta and stir it up and then put your sauce on. So that's just a couple of little... Pasta cooking tips. Now from your old pal Uncle Gags. Uncle Gags's pasta corner. Yeah. And in and later in this episode I will give you my uh my dad's gravy recipe if I haven't already done it on this show. Have I given my dad's gravy recipe on this show? No, but
0: uh, that's how I know that your dad is from Philly because that's what we call it there.
2: Yeah, marinara pasta sauce red sauce in Philadelphia is called gravy. Right. Uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I sure I'll give it now. While I'm, while I'm on my culinary, uh, throwing ideas out there, um, here's how I do it. Uh, this is, this is a little bit me, a little bit my dad, and a little bit Clemenza from The Godfather. Okay. Um, I will chop up a, a little pancetta or a piece of bacon if I don't have pancetta, uh, which is similar to bacon. And, uh, I will cook that in the bottom of the pan to start it off just to get a little bit of grease in there. Then into that grease, I will throw an onion chopped up until it's all sweated through and a little bit starting to brown. Then I will toss in some chopped garlic because garlic takes a lot less time to cook than onions do. Uh, so by the time the garlic is starting to get a good brown on it, the onions are also starting to get a good brown on them. Then I will take, this is how my father does it, uh, and I love this. I will take cans of whole peeled Cento tomatoes. Which are the big yellow jar in the grocery store. Uh, whole peeled tomatoes. I will pour the jar over my hand. Wash your hands before you do this. Into the pot. And as you catch the tomatoes, squeeze them. So that they mash up and go into the pot. A uh, couple cans of those. Like a tube or a can of tomato paste. Uh, and now you've got your base. And that's what you... You salt, you spice, you add mushrooms, peppers, whatever you want from there. That is the base for a pasta sauce that I like to start with.
0: Well, that sounds great. Now we just got to figure out what to put it on.
2: So I'm sorry. I I, I felt the need to do that. I felt it my civic duty to throw those, uh, throw that little recipe out there.
0: Well, you have acquitted yourself quite nicely. So, so let's get, let's get on to this.
2: Uh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> you're like thank you for talking please be done thank you Let's for talk talking well no
0: well, you know what uh we'll, we'll you should post your recipe online
2: i don't go point. online
0: uh, fair enough you should get a computer they're uh-huh. fantastic
2: great there. uh right now listeners i have a string and a can that connect directly to Hal's place in los angeles yep that's how we're recording this yeah it's a big, long string that goes across the country. We use the Transcontinental Railroad. <laughs> Do we? Yeah.
0: Right now, your voice is traveling over that golden spike. That's right.
2: Transcontinental Railroad, the only reason there's a Kansas City. Oh. Uh, it's true. Let's look at pasta. All right. Art shade. Um, so you like you – like,
0: how did you want to break this down? I think it's tubes, shapes, and strings. So strings would
2: be like – um, spaghetti, linguine, cappellini. All right. So are we going to pick a winner out of each of these? Ca- I would like to, I would like to separate, uh, stuffed out of that though. Okay. I would like to separate stuffed and I would like to make lasagna its own thing.
0: Okay. So, so we'll include, so lasagna gets its own, uh, category. And then we take like ravioli, cavatelli. What what else is stuffed? Uh, Manicotti. Manicotti.
2: Um, uh, oh no, cavatelli and, uh, and is cavatelli mani- stuffed? Uh, cavatelli is not stuffed. No, cavatelli no. is like Uh, you're yeah. thinking of shells, which yeah. are which are can be stuffed if they're large enough. Okay. Uh, and that would also include ravioli, manicotti, and uh cannelloni, which is not on this list but is one of my favorites as well.
0: Okay. I'm already lost. Um, let's let's start eliminating some stuff make it easier okay oh and tor- and tortellini Tortellini is another stuffed one yes i have to look at pictures of all of these all i know is it tastes good and i like to have it in my mouth and then subsequently my belly but uh
2: i do i do like that you were like like as a non-italian you're like all right here's how we're gonna break this down strings <laughs> uh no i didn't mean to make that voice to be yours no it's true so let's start with the, the string spaghettis, as you call them. These are the long pastas. Okay. Uh, that are not fillable and are not any shape other than long and flat.
0: Sure. So you've got like uh, your, your basic spaghetti and then you've got the, the flatter, wider versions and you've got the thinner versions of that.
2: Yes. So the thin, round ones would be vermicelli, angel hair, and spaghetti, which are really just small, medium, and large versions of the same pasta. Right. Spaghetti being the largest, uh, angel hair being the small, or uh, angel hair being the medium, and vermicelli, I think, being the smallest. Okay. But they're all basically the same thing. Then right. you've got the larger, flatter ones, which are uh, linguine, pappardelle, and fettuccine. And there's a million others, but we're going with the big ones that you find on restaurant menus a lot.
0: Okay. Now, do you have, like, I have criteria personally that, that of what I like in a pasta. Mm-hmm. If I'm choosing, if I'm at the, the grocery, you know, if I was making pasta, there are certain things I'd look at to see, to, to, to make my choice. Uh, if it's. Okay. What me, do you look for? I, I look at how easy it, is it going to be to eat? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, is it easy to, to maneuver a bite? I don't want to have to fight with my food, Mark. Sure. Um, then the other is how, how much sauce can it take? Like, is it like, I like uh, personally, I I have, uh, um, uh, a a bias towards like Rotel, like, like wheel shaped pastas and tubes because the sauce actually goes inside. So you can get a little bit of sauce within Mm -hmm. it and you can eat it with a spoon. Um, so those are the two main ones for, for me. Um, those are my two main criteria: Does it hold a lot of sauce and is it easy to
2: eat? What, what about you? Easy to eat is less important for me because, uh, I, I, I figure I can look, I can work my way around a plate. I can get there. I'll do what needs to get done. Um, there's, there's a certain fun to spaghetti. If you know how to do it with the spoon and the twirl, right? uh, hold, hold the spoon in your left hand. Put a little bit of spaghetti on your fork, touch the fork to the middle of the spoon and then twirl it and the spaghetti will, will loop around your fork beautifully. Um, sometimes not
0: all, let's not, don't perpetuate a myth that that works all the time. Cause I, that's, that's my method. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people go, why are they bringing this spoon with spaghetti? And that's what it's for, but I'll do the spin and then it, like I'll spin. I'll be like, I have the perfect bite. And as I'm lifting, it's
2: just sliding and running away. Well, Back that's to because you've gotta, you've gotta tilt the fork to horizontal. Once you're done with the spin, the fork has to tilt horizontal. If you spin it and then lift it up at a 45, the pasta is gonna go everywhere, Hal. Oh, no, no, no. I hold it
0: horizontal. I know it doesn't slide off. Do you, Hal, do you, Mark? I, you've, you've known me for many years. One thing I do not have a problem <laughs> with
2: is getting food from a plate into my mouth. <laughs> All right. I trust you on that. Um, <laughs> So I, you know what? I'm with you though. I like tubes. I'm a big, uh, pasta tube fan. Right. Um, but out of these, it, like, honestly, string spaghetti, kind of like sp- spaghetti, linguine, fettuccine, these all kind of bore me. Oh, do uh, they? As pasta goes. So oh. No, no, no. I don't, I don't mean to sound. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. I don't mean to sound like a, a snob. These are excellent pastas, but. It's like spaghetti. It's it's like all right. I understand spaghetti. Everybody has spaghetti. Everybody likes spaghetti. The one that stands out in this for me is pappardelle. Pappardelle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is this is big flat noodles. And frequently, when you get them in a restaurant, they are homemade. That's one thing I love about pappardelle. Right. Is is most restaurants will make these from scratch. And uh, and it's and it's starchy and it's thick and it holds sauce these are the criteria that you like it holds sauce yeah. beautifully so if any if any pasta is going to escape the stringy pasta realm um i don't mean to sound like a jerk and i i you made me feel like i did sound like one um but yeah like long skinny pasta is kind of boring to me okay
0: let well let me just say that just the idea of spaghetti boars. You sound like a Roman emperor. There's no way to say that where you don't sound like an asshole. Yeah. Oh, what are you having for breakfast? Is it some Cheerios? How droll! Oh, very. Hey boring. man, I love Cheerios. <laughs> I don't need to be challenged by food. Oh, I do. I don't. I don't need to be. I like. I don't. I don't need it. That That being said. That that's why that's what I don't like about spaghetti in general. It's what and I like pappardelle uh for that specific reason that you mentioned. It takes a lot of sauce. Um, mm-hmm. you can you can twirl an individual noodle and get a good purchase on it, or you mm-hmm. could you could actually dice it up with your fork and 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 scoop it up. Like you have some options there. It it can sure. be stabbed by a fork. I think it's one of the few pastas that doesn't work as well al dente. Am I remembering that right? That it's actually more enjoyable when it's a little bit softer?
2: It, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. So I, I'm, I like it. I like it al dente, but I can see how it, it's forgiving. If you do it a little softer, it's, it's still great.
0: Yeah. I mean, there is something to say for versatility. I guess a Pappardelle would work with like a cream based sauce or an oil based sauce, uh, where it's just like some oil and, and maybe some fresh tomato and garlic. Um, but to me, like yeah, when I think of like fettuccine, there's an Alfredo, that it works with meat sauce, linguini also. Um Linguini to me always seems like the pasta you have when you're ordering clams. Mm-hmm. Because that's what my it's father It's great would seafood do. pasta. Yeah. Sure. He's he's a big seafood guy, so even in an Italian place he'll get seafood, it'll come with linguini. There will always wind uh, always when Bill Loveland eats, some food winds up on his shirt. <laughs> there's no way around it. If he, why doesn't he just travel with a
2: lobster bib?
0: If he, it wouldn't matter. If he ate from behind a blast shield and used robot arms to feed the food through like a tube <laughs> that went straight into his mouth, he would wind up with a spot of food on his shirt. Somehow. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's just, that's the
2: Bill Loveland promise is a um, little bit of food will get on his shirt. Can I sidebar us for a second here? No, never. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> please. Oh, great. Then I'm going to keep exactly in line with what we were not talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this is spelled, this pasta that we both have determined that we love is spelled P-A-P-P-A-R-D-E-L-L-E. Uh huh. You referred to it as Popperdell. I referred to it as Popperdelli. I don't know what's correct. I assume Popperdell is right. But it led me to this thought. You're an East Coast guy. Yep. Uh, Do you call it mozzarella or
0: mozzarella? I call it mozzarella, but I know it's called mozzarella. Or
2: capicola becomes gabagul. Yeah. Uh, All of these, all of these, I don't know. I don't know if these are Italian pronunciations or if these are just what the East Coast has decided are Italian pronunciations. I think there's a
0: higher concentration of Italian immigrants there. So the actual, the actual pronunciations made it like they, they live there, but to me, it feels like, I feel like, um, like it's cool if you're a Hispanic, uh, reporter and you're reporting mm-hmm. on somebody whose name is like, uh, Jose Fuentes. Ramon. Yeah. You're like, um, uh, today, the highlight of today's meeting was when, uh, Jose Fuente, like they can use that pronunciation. But if I go to an Italian place and say, uh, let me get the, uh, the mozzarella," like it just feels, that's when I feel like I'm almost being mocking, but maybe that's, that's internally. I try sometimes. Like I try to, I try to pronounce it the way I think it's supposed to be pronounced.
2: Yeah. Like, but well, I, I, th- I think a lot of times there's a happy medium. Yeah. Like, uh like my dad calls it anapas. and I'm like, that's not even finishing <laughs> the word. But you also don't want to go in and be like, I'll have the anti pasta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like anapasta seems like uh, that's it. I feel like there's a reasonable. With Slight anglicization yeah. of it or angla- anglicizing. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. Anyway, that was just a sidebar on Italian uh, speak.
0: Well, I think the correct way to say any Italian food is to to pronounce it the way James Gandolfini would when he's playing Tony Soprano.
2: You know what? I think you are 100%
0: right, like, my friend. We got to get the prosciutto. The, the bajou- but didn't he
2: refer to Baja Fresh as Baja Fresh? Yeah,
0: that's what you should call it. Yeah. I gotta go, gotta go to Budget Fresh, uh, go get some of those burritos. I know I don't sound like Uh, that. It's
2: fine. Um, (laughs) apology, apologies to our friend Jackson Public for, uh, for borrowing that because he's the one that made me aware of it and it made me laugh. Uh, so, uh, let's move. So it, would you be, would you be comfortable in saying that? I mean, it's tough to eliminate spaghetti. It
0: is spaghetti is sort of, that's the gold standard. Everybody knows. Spaghetti. If you know, all right. So pasta. let's
2: leave. Let's spaghetti gets a buy. Spaghetti does get a buy to the finals. Right. So let me add. So of this, let's say that linguine's great, fettuccine's great, but I have to go with personal taste and say pappardelle or pappardelle. Pappardelle. It's okay. an e at the end.
0: Pappardelle. That's that's what it's. Called. Is that is would that be would that be fair to you? Yes, I I I love pappardelle. I I would take that as well, and it's one that I don't um. think about as much. Because it's not in every restaurant, but you know, like there are certain dishes where, when you see it on the menu, you go, "Oh, this place is good," and that is yeah. one of them. That's where you know, like, "Oh, there." Are That's no when you're like,
2: the- "Oh, there is an Italian that owns this and is in the kitchen right now yelling at someone." Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to shapes. All right. There's a, There's a There's Next. a million of the. Sh- <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> There's a, there's a million shaped pastas, but let's pull some of the classics out. Uh, this is not, we're not including tubes right now. Tubes is getting its own category. Yes. I will tell you some of my favorites just looking at this list. Uh, and I will tell you what it does not include. Go ahead. Which is alphabet.
0: Oh, the alphabet. Bye, alphabet.
2: Uh, shells I love. Uh, now you can get giant shells which are stuffable. We'll talk about those in a minute, but small shells great they hold a lot of sauce. Elbow macaroni. Uh we're talking pasta which does include macaroni and cheese. But wouldn't macaroni be a tube? Oh yeah, you're right. Macaroni's a tube. I I'm I like very wrong.
0: Capitelli or campanelle, the, that those bell-shaped pastas like the cone. The
2: you know I cone. never order those. I I don't know that I've ever ordered them, but I do like them. You're oh, right they though. Hold uh, sauce. They like having you're, a you're mini
0: right. It's like a mini ice cream cone full of spaghetti sauce every bite.
2: <laughs> um, farfalla, uh, which are the
0: bow ties. Oh, they're so great. See, we, uh, a Jewish tradition would be kasha and bow ties. That's a, so the bow tie is very prominent in, uh, in Jewish
2: cooking as well. Because, of, because of all the Jewish entertainers in the Catskills. Yep.
0: That's why they'd wear them. <laughs> Um I'm Kasha and this is bow ties. I, think, I, I always going. think of
2: bo- bow tie pasta as being like a primavera. I always would assume that like that's sort of a spring dish with the peas and carrots and sort of a white sauce. I never think of uh bow tie pasta being with a red sauce. I know a lot of people do for some reason in my brain it's not.
0: Okay, what about um uh, farfaline?
2: Which are the which are just the tiny farfalla. Yeah, but they're so little cute. Look at it. look at those little bow ties. They Doesn't are adorable. S-
0: Doesn't that sound like a comic strip? Little bow ties. Uh, when you're hanging
2: out. This is my type five yeah, on, bo- t- on bow ties. Tiny, pasta. tiny gentleman.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do this at Catch a Rising Star next weekend. Catch my entire bow ties, little bow ties oh, yeah. bit.
2: It's great. Uh, some honorable mentions, I think. Oraquete, uh, little ears. They're just, <laughs> they just look like little curved discs. Orzo, which look, are pasta that looks like rice. Get that out of here. You don't like that stuff? No. Uh, it of soup. the, of the shape, of the pasta shapes, uh, I would say that my favorite though is rotini. Okay. Oh yeah. Rotini like- are the, rotini are the little spirals. And yep. much like tube pasta, they hold a lot of sauce. I, that really is like for you and me both. That is our main criteria is what holds the most stuff. Yes.
0: Um, I, I do love
2: rotini. You, mm-hmm. you,
0: you, you nailed it uh but
2: little cor- little corkscrews yeah. those who don't
0: know uh a radiatori is good too they're like they're like sort of a cut open spiral they almost look like uh mm-hmm. somebody took a screw head and and cut it in half and they they're <laughs> they're kind of hollowed out which is good um then there's all but I, for me i this might be crazy but i love rotel they just look like little wagon wheels and they hold sauce in all the little gaps and they're just like they're delicious I know that this may be heresy for Italian food, but I love the fact that I can eat that pasta with a spoon, which I can with rotini as well. But there's mm-hmm. something about rotel. My mother, uh, that was one that she got a lot. And I just, for some reason, she would make like a turkey uh, meat sauce because mm-hmm. we didn't have a ton of red meat when I was growing up. Um, mm-hmm. and it was great. It would hold the chunks. It would hold like the, the, the bits of, of turkey. It would hold bits of, of pepper or onion whatever else was in the sauce they would hold really nicely um and they just had a great texture to them so i really like rotel
2: um i i mean no disrespect oh we're getting so italian right now to your wonderful late mother uh-huh. she was a wonderful woman sure and you are a wonderful guy thank you rotel are not remotely italian pasta they're
0: not they have an italian name though
2: they're they're not they're they're as Italian as chef Boyardi. Is he not Italian? I thought his name was Boyardi. He it is. Uh I, no, no, no. Hector Boyardi was Italian. B O I A R D I. Yeah. Ettore Boyardi. He was Italian. Chef Boyardee B O Y A R hyphen D E E <laughs> was not. And I fear that Rotel is less Boyardi and more r d Oh man, I, I understand enjoying the shape though for its function. Yeah. However, I would like to point out its lack of Italianness. All right, I've only ever gotten it in a box next to like rotini. I've never had
0: it in like a spaghettios. So I just want right. to make that point. I will yield to
2: you as the Italian. But that said, I, uh, I I I do find them delicious. Yeah. I find Fritos delicious, but I don't call them Mexican food. <laughs> like I said, I'm a couple beers in on this episode. <laughs> you're a couple, Mark, you're a couple beers in on life.
0: So, Amen, let's, my brother. Let's pull Rotini out of the shapes. That'll be the one that we take. Because I don't think there's anything. I mean, there are tons of variations on a theme. We, but we're both
2: happy on. We're both happy with rotini.
0: Yeah. I, look, it's a really versatile. It's probably one of the more versatile pastas in that mm-hmm. it works in in traditional pasta dishes. If you're making a pasta salad, you're most likely going to use rotini for that as well, mm-hmm. because because of its amazing ability to hold whatever the other ingredients are in. So you get a ton of flavor in every bite that you take.
2: Uh. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly. Shall we move on to tubes? Let's do it. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, Hold on. Before what, we just, hell? We, What? But I've got all of
0: these tube ideas. Well, I've got all of these ideas of other shows on the MaxFun Network that our listeners should be listening to. So I want to take a brief break so that they can hear about them. Are you cool with oh, that? Oh,
2: that's better. Let's do that.
0: Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. <laughs> and... <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's Internet Court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.
2: Hi, my name is Jonathan Van Ness, and I'm the host of Getting Curious. Let me ask you a question. What do you know nothing about, but you just can't stand to like find anything about it because it's just too stiff? I know for me, there was too many things to even count. So I decided I needed to start a podcast where I could find things out and make them more easily digestible to not only myself, but to you. You can find Getting Curious on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I'm glad we did it. I am too. Now I'm hungry. Hungry for some tubes? Uh, So let's talk tubes. Let's talk Uh, tubes, Mark.
0: I want to yell about it.
2: Here are the major tubes. <laughs> Pene. Okay. A classic, uh, beveled tube. Yep. Uh, Pene Rigate, which is Pene, but ridged. Mm hmm. Uh, and I think of the two of those, Pene Rigate is gonna come out better than Pene. Anything with ridges is better.
0: Yeah. Pene yeah. suffers from the same problem. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, so penne, you're going to come out, penne rigate, you're going to come out of that already on top. Rigatoni, which are, uh, not beveled ends. They are ridged and they're also a lot bigger. Yes. Uh, and, uh, ziti, which are medium shaped, but also do not have ridges. Now I love a baked ziti. Sure. But, um, the, Rigatoni has ridges
0: it does as have they ridges. said
2: in those famous commercials
0: and let's let's also not forget that you can load up rigatoni. you can fill it I mean it works as a as a stuffed pasta, but mm-hmm. also if you're having like a like when I was eating meat, I was way into meat sauce like way way mm-hmm. way into it, oh yeah, and rigatoni was if they had rigatoni, that was what I got every single time because. You could put a ton Big of tubes. meat sauce in there. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, they fill right up. Uh elbow macaroni, another one that I erroneously used in the shapes category yes. and was chided by Hal. I got to represent representing the tubes. And uh bucatini, which are like thick spaghetti with a hole in the middle. As much as I love Dan Bucatino, that one is not going to win. No. Sorry, bucatini. No. So let's talk tube pasta. There's also mastacchiale. I forgot mastacchiale, which is another type of penne. It's just a lot thinner. Okay, um, it's,
0: it's a penne. Anything that's penne based is not making it through.
2: Well, I don't know. Penne rigate, we already said though. Masticioli, does does rigatoni beat penne rigate just because it's bigger? Yeah, it does. All In right.
0: fact, if you were going to eat, if you were going to eat some penne rigate, the best way to do it would be with rigatoni because you could fit a bunch of them in there to get a big bite.
2: Oh, that's good. Like, make like a pasta turducken.
0: Yes. Oh, like, have you, have we talked about
2: the Chirpumple? A, oh, yes. We've talked about, I introduced you to the Chirpumple, didn't I? No, my father did. He, he what? showed me a video of it. I've oh, I've been, one. I got obsessed with the chirpumpel a couple of years ago and really, really wanted to make it because I saw online, uh, the turducken of desserts and i went i'm sorry what oh yeah in in case will you tell the people for who don't know what a chirpumple is yeah sure Uh, if you if
0: you haven't seen the charles uh charles phoenix i think is the most famous version i've seen of it online uh the chirpumple is a cherry pie an apple pie and a pumpkin pie each baked into a layer of cake and then put on top of one another with frosting so if you get a slice you are not only getting cake, you are not only getting crazy frosting, but you are getting a bite of apple pie, cherry pie, and pumpkin pie every time. A
2: bite, thing. you're getting a whole slice.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it, it has its own gravitational field. That's how dense the, it is.
2: This thing is about, a, a, a true chirpumpel is about two feet tall. Would you say? Yes. They're very large. They're huge. They're heavy.
0: Like they're, I mean, I've never tried one. The idea of it is intriguing though. Because it's just from a from a, a feat of engineering perspective, it's massive.
2: But that's the triple. Uh, so that's what we're having for dessert, but Hal, we gotta finish our entree before we can have our dessert. Oh fine. Um uh, so we so our okay. It sounds like rigatoni is going to leave the tube category number one.
0: Although not so fast. What about what? macaroni? What about macaroni and cheese? What about baked macaroni? What about macaroni oh, used for gosh, a Oh, Gosh,
2: macaroni is I mean, that's what, that's what Yankee Doodle's feather was called. Yeah. I feel like maybe, maybe for, maybe for geopolitical reasons, macaroni may make it out of the tube round instead of rigatoni.
0: Oh my God. But rigatoni, here's the thing. At what point in making a decision? Mm-hmm. Are we basing it off of, well, this is just the iconic one? Is the iconic thing always the best thing?
2: Well, look, the two iconic ones that we've already determined are macaroni and spaghetti, neither of which is our personal favorite, but we've got to give them credit.
0: Then I'd say we give macaroni a buy to the finals just because it's such a ubiquitous pasta.
2: And are you only saying it gets a buy to the finals so you can keep rigatoni? Yes, is okay, that okay. That's fair.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
2: <laughs> let's Look, be honest. Man. By the way, you do know that most of what we do here is arbitrary.
0: Uh, that's what you say and what our listeners say. As far as I'm concerned, we are settling law. <laughs> so, so let's talk about stuffed pastas. All
2: right. There's really only two, three major contenders here. Four okay. if you count big stuffed shells, but those are less traditional. All right. The three contenders being Tortellini, manicotti, and ravioli. Okay. Or if you're from the East Coast, Tortellini, managot, and
0: ravioli. <laughs> I've never had manicotti.
2: And that's- uh, manic- manicotti is delicious. Yeah. It is the enchilada of Italian uh pastas and is my frequent go to in a restaurant. Why so is that? imagine it because I like a I'm a huge fan of stuffed pasta. If I'm ordering pasta in a restaurant, I will nine times out of ten get ravioli or manicotti. Uh, unlike my father, who every Italian restaurant he goes to, he orders spaghetti and meatballs. So he has a baseline. Sure. His first trip, his first trip to any new Italian restaurant, he always orders spaghetti and meatballs. I'm,
0: I, you're, I've never, your father is maybe the one member of your immediate family I've never met. I mean, I'm for sure he is.
2: Uh, I can't believe you've never met my dad. He's a, he's a crazy person. I know. I have to meet him, but I,
0: I agree with him. Like if I, my example is if I go to a bakery, I always get a chocolate chip cookie first because if they can't make that well, they can't make anything. Exactly.
2: You want to have a good baseline thing. Yeah. Um, Um, so I respect that, but I am willing and that, that for me is a personal preference, a personal taste thing. Okay. I know that popularity wise and and also, I love them. I am more than happy in this regard to concede that ravioli are, if we're going stuffed pasta, that if it's between tortellini, which are barely filled, by the way, sure, there's there's virtually no filling in a tortellini, just yeah. a, a scoche. yeah, um, to use an old Italian word,
0: of course, which um, is from le marondo,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: sure. Um who I, discovered yeah. America? Yes, that's um, right.
2: <laughs> I would I I I would say and would you agree ravioli would make it through. For sure. It's it's
0: I'm not a huge ravioli fan, but the times I've had I had a lobster ravioli a a while back that was so good and even just the sauce with it was so good. It made my eyes cross when I bit into it. <laughs> Which does not happen. I'm not like the guy who, who, there are people who, when they eat stuff, they're like, Oh, oh my goodness, this piece of bread. Sure. But, they go full Meg Ryan. Yeah. Every, like, not every food is a televised event, people, but mm-hmm. this ravioli was practically a religious experience. So I'm more than happy just because of how versatile it can be. You can stuff it with anything works with a ton of different kinds of, of, um, of sauces.
2: And, and dressing. can be served as an appetizer if you bread them and fry them. Yeah. Or even
0: just in a small amount. Like everybody gets one
2: yeah. small lobster ravioli and
0: that's what you eat. Yeah. Like you, you, I'm, I'm now all I can think of is lobster ravioli. Uh,
2: so let me just. By the say way, you. though, a re- Oh, I'm sorry. That, uh, I love lobster ravioli. Go ahead. They're, they're delicious. Uh, an order of ravioli in a restaurant is frequently not enough for me, which is less a comment on the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to finish this sentence. I'm just going to eat this ravioli that I have here waiting.
0: Is it lobster ravioli? I love lobster ravioli. I apparently. Are you And it's the every only kind you like. Are you drinking every time I say lobster ravioli? Cause if so, you, yeah, should, man. Be,
2: you should be on full, uh, I like cantaloupe mode. Oh uh, man, I'm super mouthy this episode too.
0: Is Derek there filming you? <laughs> Are you doing a drunk history while you're doing a We yes. Got This?
2: <laughs> yes, I'm doing a drunk history and a We Got This simulcast.
0: Okay. Uh, so then we're, we're taking, uh, ravioli. So what do we have right now?
2: Well, uh, lasagna was its own category, which means it gets through to the finals. Right. So here's what we have right now. We have lasagna, macaroni, spaghetti, ravioli, and rigatoni. Okay. Those are our five finalists. Now here is how I propose we start eliminating these because we've got to eliminate some of them. Sure. Um there was a there was a game I used to play with some buddies. I don't know if you and I ever played. Did we ever play this uh five restaurants game? No. It's a great way to pick a restaurant if you've got a group of people and everybody's being indecisive. You name either five different restaurants or five different cuisines and you take turns eliminating one of them until there's one left. Okay. Um would that be a fair way, do you think? Sure. So to got- do this. Spaghetti,
0: rigatoni, ravioli, macaroni, lasagna,
2: and rotini. Oh, so we have six. What did I miss before? I think you
0: met, might have missed rotini or lasagna, one of the other bodies. Wait,
2: which one is rotini? Rotini, those are the spirals. Oh, yes, I did. I missed rotini. So there you go. We've got
0: six. So now we're playing six restaurants. So we're going to go around right. and take turns eliminating them? Okay. Take
2: turns, take turns eliminating you,
0: them. Why don't you go first?
2: Uh all right. This is this is not gonna make me any friends in Italy. Um but I don't know many people in Italy anyway. (laughs) Uh if we're keeping things because of their societal impact and their popularity, I'm gonna leave macaroni in the mix. I'm gonna eliminate spaghetti.
0: Wow, bold strokes. Um okay, that's fair. I'm going to eliminate lasagna because it is only ever lasagna. And lasagna is great. I love it. Um, my, uh, my darling wife who, who is not Italian makes the best lasagna in the world to me. I love it.
2: I have had her lasagna and it is
0: wonderful. There you go. So, and she is not in any way. I don't think there is an, an Italian, a bit of Italian DNA, uh, in her bloodstream at all, but it is a great dish. It is not the best pasta. Because it's like lasagna as a noodle has to be combined with other things. It doesn't stand up Mm -hmm. on its own.
2: By the way, uh, I was I had missed a few of them. We actually had eight. What? Uh, We had spaghetti, lasagna, pappardelli, ravioli, rotini, rigatoni, uh, not not eight, seven and uh, macaroni. Okay. Well,
0: now we're down so there to are, five. There are,
2: there are five left. Okay. I love that we're doing our best pasta episode. And the first two we eliminated were spaghetti and lasagna. Cause apparently we're jerks. No, we're refined. Yeah. We're bored by them, Mark. You don't remember? Um, all right. Is it my turn to eliminate one? Yes. Um, I am going to eliminate. I w- look, I was going to eliminate rigatoni. It, for me, it's rigatoni or rotini to eliminate now. Okay. Um, and I feel like, uh, I am going to eliminate because I know you love rigatoni. I will eliminate rotini. Both hold pasta sauce very well. Um, but we have to get rid of some. And while rotini is great in a pasta salad. And in any other uh, other situation as well, I enjoy it. The others, if we're talking about holding on to sauce and really getting that sort of savory, hearty, uh, Italian dinner experience, I'll eliminate Rotini.
0: Okay. Well, since you eliminated one of the pastas that got a buy, I'm going to eliminate the other and say goodbye to macaroni. All right. I, I think it's a uh, – look, we get it. It's everywhere. It's great. It's just not the best. It's just the most popular. There is a difference, people. You're going to learn over the next three or four minutes just how different that is. Goodbye, macaroni. Thank you for being a name of that feather.
2: <laughs> um, all right. So we have three left. Do we, are you uh, sure? Because you keep finding new ones. Popardelli, ravioli, and rigatoni are You're the You're like three the that woman in airplane who keeps pulling eggs out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that uh Leslie Nielsen just kept putting the same egg in her mouth. What? Yeah. Don't Magic ruin trick, that. Magic trick, spoiler alert. Don't ruin that movie. Um It's coming down to personal taste here. I hate to do it, Hal. Taking rigatoni out of the mix. Oh. It's ravioli or pappardelle. Oh, you're killing me. I know. I mean, uh, I have to do it though. Because okay. I look at the 3 and 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 again, it's just because the math turned out that it was my turn to go and I look at those three, pappardelle, the big flat starchy noodles usually made from scratch, ravioli, my all-time my personal all-time favorite, and rigatoni. Which are great. My dad makes rigatoni. I love them, but I like a plate of Pappardelle and a plate of raviolis. Uh It gets me more excited than a plate of rigatoni.
0: You know what? I want to break precedent here. Okay. I'm going to make the final elimination,
2: mm-hmm. but I want you to do the people of the world. How do you feel about that? Ooh. I've never done it before. Well, okay.
0: Here we go. I'm happy
2: to do it. Oh, man. I'm so nervous now, Hal.
0: Well, you're, you're about to feel a lot better because you're going to have your best pasta friend with you. As I say, oh. so long, Papadale. You've been eliminated. I'll eat you when I can have a lamb ragu, which is not going to be for a while. Bye-bye.
2: Well, I guess then the only thing left for me to say, Hal, is people of the world. I want you to take all of those other pastas, those, I don't know. Am I doing this right? Am I doing okay? Keep going, Mark. You're doing great. Okay. I want you to take your your alphabet shapes and your SpaghettiOs and, yeah, your Rigatonis. I know they're delicious, but there can be only one. And the one that's going to survive this battle, the one that's going to make it out to the other side, is that little pillow that's not stuffed with feathers <laughs> It's not stuffed with polyfill. You don't even lay your head on it. You put your mouth around it. And you know what's inside it when you do? Delicious fillings. Ricotta cheese. Spinach. Assorted meats. And yes, Hal, lobsters. Which I'm pretty sure is Italian for lobsters. Sure. Because ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go all hating on the other pastas like Hal sometimes does on the losers. He hates on the losers. I'm going to say they're all great. I love them all. I'm going to love on the winner because it can be served with any type of sauce. It can be served fried, breaded, toasted, but most often boiled on a plate covered in sauce, maybe a sprig of something on top, but it's not about what's on the outside. It's about what's on the inside that counts. And you know what's on the inside is delicious when you're sitting in front of a plate of raviolis, asked and answered. Well, done. Awesome. oh man, thank you. Well, done. I realized I said raviolis. I think ravioli is the plural. Not like anymore. raviolo. All right. Screw it. Raviolis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that topic has been settled, but our fight continues to solve. That's right. All of your problems for you. So why don't you let us know what topics you argue about with your friends, and we'll take care of it. You can email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash wegotthispodcast.
2: Or reach out to us on Twitter at wegotthistweets, or visit the Maximum Fun subreddit. There is probably a flame war happening right now. Thank
0: you, as always, to producer Ken Plume, our researcher Kate McManus, to graphic designer Uri Kelman, and, of course...
2: To our QA engineer, Jen Alba. And thank you, as always, to our wonderful musicians, Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein, for our award-winning song and score, respectively.
0: And thanks to you, the listeners. We couldn't do it without you. You keep showing up and putting your ears around things and putting things in them so that our voices can come to you. We appreciate it. Keep sharing the love. Keep sharing the arguments. And keep on listening.
2: Yes, we love you and thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.